Welcome to NBA Jam! With a look through the window, but all I see is another rainy day, a monstrosity. Got a TV to my left and a shelf to my right, but the game I want to play is nowhere inside. Scrambling through my drawers and under my bed, even found my lost copy of Bill and Ted. Ain't gonna stop, do whatever I can to get my daily dose of NBA Jam. At the buzzer, he's heating up, he's on fire! I know I shouldn't panic, I know I shouldn't whine But kicking in with Pippin gets me every time Resigned, I turn on TV And lo and behold, what do I see? Two basketball legends from 93 By the names of Reggie Miller and Derek McKee With a pep in my step, controller in hand It's time to ball it up with NBA Jam NBA Jam Jam NBA Jam Welcome to Genesis Gym. Oh, your own echo. How'd you like that? I liked it. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, yeah, that was nice. All right. Showtime. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> Is it the All shoes? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Throws up a brick. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> this is Genesis Gems episode 14, NBA Jam. We are very happy to have some special guests this week. Uh, not only am I here, again, thank you, myself, I am Nick Stevens. <laughs> Boo. No, Boo. <laughs> we also have, again, Hoser, he's on fire, Rob Luther. How you doing, Rob? I'm doing all right, man. I wish I could put this fire out. A blast from the past, Mr. Boom Shakalaka, Joshua Witt. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Great to be back. And Mr. Get Your Freak On from the Cartridge Freaks, we have my, one of the good friends I grew up with all the way from, what, first grade on, Andy? Yep. He is Andy Layton. How you doing, Andy? All doing pretty good. I'm going to tell a little story, uh, something I, I was remembering the other day, Andy, for all, all you Sega fans out there. I believe you had a birthday party when we were, like, freshmen in high school. You had a bunch of us out. You know, we were wrestling on your trampoline and stuff. Yeah. And I remember you, you had a Sega Dreamcast. First time I ever saw a Sega Dreamcast, and, uh... I'll, I'll be honest, Andy. I never wanted to go back outside after I picked up that controller. <laughs> you, I, I think you had like the NBA 2K, NFL 2K, and Sonic, and that's all I wanted. Every time we go outside, I was like, "Man, I just want to play that game." <laughs> I guess that would have been the first, because I got one actually on release date. Was, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. My birthday was on the 15th. I got it on 9999. That's when it was out. My uncle in Cincinnati actually went and stood in line for me and got it for me for my birthday. So that was the only way I even got it. So I always, that's one of the, one of those systems I just always remember the first time I had it. I, I remember doing that and I remember shaking up the pop cans, putting them in the road and letting people run over them. That probably wasn't a very, <laughs> very good thing to do, but we did that. <laughs> I remember our neighbor chasing us with a hatchet. Do you what? <laughs> All right, that's a story. <laughs> that happened to me. That was a good party. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Genesis Gems. Uh, we want to encourage all you listeners to go out and check all the old episodes. I'm not going to talk about the relaunches because I've done that every episode since episode <laughs> nine. Uh, so just go check out all the old episodes. Um, 
and what is a Genesis Gym? What is this podcast about? We are a game-by-game Sega Genesis podcast. We'll cover one game an episode. We will decide whether it's a gym, if it's just good, or if it's garbage. It's kind of our uh, way of rating the game. So if you'd like to stay connected with us, you can check us out at facebook.com slash Genesis Gems Podcast. You can email us at Podcast at gmail.com. Check us out on Twitter at GenGems. And please go to iTunes, download us, review us, and we would be very happy. We actually uh, had some contest winners, Rob. I don't know if you saw the emails come through or not. Um, I did. I did, as a matter of fact. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's nice to, ha- nice to have some uh, uh, listeners out there that actually listen to us. That's, that's really cool. And I think somebody got snagged uh, Samurai Showdown. Is that correct? Somebody wanted that? Um, no, actually, they both wanted uh, X-Men. So I actually had two copies of X-Men, which worked out perfect. Oh, but uh, I, you know what? I forgot to tell you. There was another one then, so that's three, because one guy wanted Samurai oh. Showdown, and I just forgot to show you or uh, tell you that. Oh, sweet. And one guy wanted our, um, our autograph, so I have, to send you, <laughs> I have to send you a game, Rob, and you have to sign it. Oh, gosh. Why would he want that? Because we're hosers. Maybe just... Yes, you want to this hoser Rob? Yeah, I will. <laughs> hoser Rob. I tell my wife all the time that I'm a, a D minus celebrity. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's awesome. As we already said, we have Andy Layton on the show, and this is the time where we like to uh, just kind of sit back and let this special guest do a little thing called promote yourself. Promote yourself. Promote yourself. Promote yourself on the Genesis Gems podcast. So yeah, Andy, you're on another podcast. You want to talk a little bit about that? Or... Yeah, uh, we, we haven't recorded in a while at this point. We're supposed to record this Sunday, I hope. So we'll see what happens. But uh, I'm showing from the show Cartridge Freaks with uh, my good friend Cody Greathouse. And we normally just kind of talk about our video game collecting adventures. Uh, we normally go on pretty crazy trips at times to get games and sometimes get good deals, sometimes don't. And You know, we, we always just kind of tell our stories and then we usually just pick a random game to talk about sometimes that we've played sometimes that we haven't and that's pretty much the basis of our show every week we don't really you know we don't go into too much detail on a game we just you know hit the high points of it and it's pretty much about our collecting stories i guess i, I love their show it's very uh it's laid back kind of like we are here they're just good guys they're i like our community of shows because none of us really come off as as arrogant i think uh, except for josh yeah, Josh does, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. but it's, it, it, it's a good show. They they have the best deals, and it kind of stinks for me because they live in the same town as I do, and uh, they kind of pick up all the good deals before I can get to them. But I do get their duplicates when they <laughs> get them. So nice. I, I have been able to get some of those, so that's been pretty cool. We haven't been getting very many lately, though. It's been kind of been dry in terms of the the deals we were getting at one time. I think people were becoming more. Uh, Savvy, but they have a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we got a couple new shops open in the area that are kind of taking some of those too. Yeah, <laughs> so. I actually had the chance one weekend. I, I thought I was going to get this, this girl had, had posted all these games, and I'd messaged her, and she said, "Oh, I'll send you the picture of them tomorrow." And looked at it, and I don't even remember the, again the name of the game. And uh, you know, I tried to play it off a little bit. I was like, uh, "You know, I'll give you." You know, I offer. I picked out like two other random you know, common games that I didn't have. But I was like, oh, I'll throw out two couple random games and play it, play it dumb here. Well, 
Yeah, she she went and looked up what she had. And it was like oh. a game, it was like a game that was worth like 150 bucks. She responded. She's like, uh, well, I just looked it up, and this this is worth this. I'd have to have more than that. And I was like, oh. and then like two weeks later, I went to one of our local shops, and there it was sitting up there. I was like, uh, yeah. like I, knew. I was like, I knew it was going to end up here. Sure enough, it did. So, yeah, and and also, um, like I said, we have Josh Witt on the show. He, I believe Josh was on maybe episode eight the last time we were around. I think that was Sonic Spinball, maybe. Yeah, Motley Crue yeah. and uh, yeah, Motley yeah, Crue. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was right. on he, our. He wrote uh, the Jam. Score, score high score. Score that high score. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was a real good. Pipes. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. good times. You really belted out on that one, man. I was impressed. I, I'm still getting royalties, so you know, <laughs> making it rain. That's true. That's true. He came on the show to put some more class on here. So. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, but he's also on Turtle Flakes. Yeah, Rob shared uh, about Turtle Flakes before. And uh, just real quick, guys, where can you find Turtle Flakes? All about Ninja Turtles. Great podcast. Uh, you can go to turtleflakes.com or also uh, retrojunkies.com. Uh, either one of those, you can get to our site. And uh, also on Facebook, just look us up. Uh, we're Turtle Flakes. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> there's that's <Rob>. right. <laughs> he's always always hopping in there with his quips. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a funny thing. Like well, When I'm editing, and by the way, I'll probably edit this out, uh, but when I'm editing... I I cannot stand myself when I'm editing. I I Me say something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll 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 say something like I'll I'll just be like, yep, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Like while you're talking, and I gotta edit every single one of those out. I'm like, oh, that's okay. You're an active listener. It's yeah, okay. <laughs> like, right. you, you, you probably have to edit all my little hyena laughs out in the background. Like, I'm always doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, my biggest thing is I say um all the time. Me too. Me too. Especially yeah, on the other the, the other knows. podcast, I do probably seventy percent of the talking, and oh my gosh, it seems like it takes me forever to edit just because I'm sitting there going um um. Right. Um, me too. And, you know, <laughs> oh, it just drives me crazy. <laughs> well, with that, we're gonna go on to the next section of this game. We're gonna have to do this. This is gonna be cool because it's first time in a while we've had uh, four hosts. So uh, let's get this thing rolling. Game on, Rob. Game on. Game on, Andy. Game on. Game on, Josh. Car. <laughs> game on. Game on. Yeah, game on. Sega. So NBA Jam for the Sega Genesis. Um, when we think about NBA Jam, my first memory was the arcade. I don't know about you guys. And Andy, you, you, this is cool. I'm glad you're on the show again because you'll, you'll remember these stores. There was a little store beside of Hill's Department Store. And I can't remember. It was like a little sports shop. It had like a... I remember. Vegas. You remember that? I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember what okay. it was called. Well, I remember Hills. Hills always had Turtles in Time. It was like the only arcade game they had for a while. Oh, but nice. Then, then you go over. Popcorn. Yeah, yeah. Then you go over <laughs> to this little this little store that had hats and you know some uh, other sports memorabilia. <laughs> they they had an NBA Jam cabinet. I remember spending so many quarters at that place. So, yeah, and and NBA Jam was cool because it was kind of it was like the uh, predecessor to uh, or the successor to Arch Rivals, which was also made by Midway, who made NBA Jam. Uh, but it was the it was the good version. It had the real basketball players, uh, a little bit more high intensity gameplay, big dunks. You know, you, you still push people. We couldn't pull people's pants down like you could in Arch Rivals. But uh, <laughs> that's that's you know that's a whole other story. But uh, just just a great great memories of that game. And I remember the very first time I played it on home console. I actually played it on Super Nintendo. Um, I stayed home from from school sick one day, and my mom my mom was always the coolest mom. She she when I started feeling a little better, she let me go rent a game. And so the cool thing was about that is the, all the all the good games were usually in the store because the weekend was over. So oh, I remember you were that kid, dude! I was oh. that kid. Yeah, oh. so I'd walk in there. 
And I, me- I remember getting NBA Jam for uh, for Super Tour. I remember getting so excited that I got out of, I got out of the store and I actually ran to the car and I was still a little sick and I threw up all over the place. <laughs> so that, that was kind of my. He's on uh, fire <laughs> from downtown. You're gonna spew spew in this. But, uh, uh, but yeah, that that, that was kind of my memories of, of that game. My, my first memories, you know, I've, I, that's a game that I've had. I've probably owned this game. You know, most of the platforms that are, are mentioned, I know it came out on Super Nintendo. I have it on Genesis. I had it on Game Boy. I played it. My cousin had it on Game Gear. You know, I, I bought all the renditions as the years went on. It's just so much replay value, so it's just it's a big deal to me. But anyways, you guys have any memories? I, I actually never played it in the arcade. I always played it on uh, Super Nintendo at my friend's house. So my brother and I would go over there, and we'd have to take turns playing because it was only two-player. But, man, we played the heck out of that game. It was so much fun. Uh and I remember I'd always wanted to be the guy that uh, had good stats for making threes because I like doing those. And we'd always fight over who gets to be who. But, uh, yeah, so many memories with this game. Uh, it was really cool, like, all the special cheats and everything, you know? Like, big head mode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was a lot of fun. We liked to play with that. And uh, I remember, I think it was in tournament, tournament edition, they had, like, the hot spots that have the little uh, a certain part of the floor would light up with a certain number of points you'd have to get there and hit that so uh, like you were saying a lot of replay value because the different characters you could play in game modes I thought it was really cool uh, yeah, I don't remember ever really playing, playing it arcade wise first memories uh, like you got Super Nintendo I never I played the you know original NBA Jam title I always played Tournament Edition that was the one I owned and I you know that was if I had to name the top five games I played all the time definitely tournament edition NBA Jam was, I mean, I, me and my brother played it over and over and over again. We knew, you know, everything and, you know, knew all the lineups. We knew everything. And, you know, NBA Jam tournament edition, you could actually switch the lineups. You had three players on there instead of two, like NBA Jam, yeah. the regular Jam. So, you know, we knew all the lineups, though, and we, you know, we just loved that game. I mean, we just, you know, that was definitely my favorite sports game growing Nice, nice. Yeah, for me, I do remember the arcade cabinet and everything. I do remember seeing it, I think, in, it wasn't like a Pizza Hut lobby, but it was some kind of lobby to some store, but uh, it was in there, uh, and I played that a lot in there. Uh, but I also we had a like a, a tradition on Thursday nights. Uh, my dad's friend, uh, we'd always go over his house on Thursday nights. You know, they'd like watch the game or something like that. Uh, and I would go into the the neighbor's uh, room, and he had a Sega Genesis, and I remember he had gotten this game. And I I'm not a big basketball guy. Like I, I don't know anything about basketball, but I loved this game. And uh, this kind of got me hooked and actually made me think that I could play basketball. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I could do a dunk like that. No. But, I um, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'd, I'd go out and, I'd, of course, I'd try to play a little bit and act like I was something, but I was never really any good. But uh, I love the game, and I remember that it's, it's easy to pick up and it's hard to kind of master. But, yeah, I spent a lot of time playing this on the Sega Genesis. That was the first time. And then eventually I think I got it for the Super Nintendo as well, so... Lots of good memories with this game. Yeah, and, and to kind of put you know, down any disputes, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm very unbiased when it comes to Genesis versus Super Nintendo. Uh, I, I I don't, I'm not really a fanboy. I love both systems. I had them both, but I I do have both cartridges at my house, and I kind of compared them. Um, I, I just kind of flipped the switches on and off on my little uh, system selector. Genesis definitely had a little bit more detail and graphics, in my opinion. Uh, the Super really? Nintendo, yeah, the Super Nintendo, the background is a little brighter. Um, Genesis definitely killed it in the music department um, and, and, and the sound effects. I, I thought some of the sound effects of Super Nintendo are a little bit 
little bit trebly when you hit the basketball off the rim it kind of <laughs> it sounded kind of funny but um i just i just want to put that the rest right now i definitely think the genesis version was a little bit more superior i like the control scheme better i'll get onto that later on the, genesis does man yeah so but like i said I, <laughs> usually when it came to sports games i usually like super nintendo version better but uh really def- yeah well that that require more buttons like you talk uh, nba live 95 which is one of my favorite uh sports sim games definitely super nintendo version i like better than the uh than the uh sega genesis just because of the the button layout on the genesis if you didn't have the six button controller nah, that's cool. true yeah so but th- this game was perfect i'll get more on the controls later why i thought it was so perfect for um for NBA Jam. But. The Sega had the rap song too, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it did. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I thought I had heard that somewhere. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Mike Master Rob Luther. <laughs> Yo, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyways, this game, NBA Jam, was developed by Midway. Um, more specific, it was, uh, I believe, what was the guy's name that developed this? It was. Uh, sorry, Mark Trummel? Mark, Mark Termal. Termal, yeah. And, uh, gosh, the, the music. There wasn't, a, like, a whole lot of tracks in this song. But that 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 intro song that we heard, you know, the rap earlier too, so catchy. I was, you know, I was thinking about this podcast all day, and I was humming it all day at work. I I even was talking to a guy. He's like, "What is that song you're humming?" I'm like, uh, "NBA Jam." You know, it's kind of embarrassing to talk about, but uh, it was composed by a guy named John Hay. So, but it definitely very me- memorable music. I, I Absolutely, music. yeah. I I know exactly what you're talking about, especially the uh, the screen where you're trying to select which team you want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's not the same tune over and over again. It's like they they develop a melody in there. You know, dun, they throw dun, they throw dun, a little dun, drum dun, solo dun, in there. Yeah, na 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 I could go on and go on and go on. But like I said, I was yeah, <laughs> I was humming it all day. But it was great. And then like the gosh, we're already getting on music. I'm sorry, guys. But uh, <laughs> the the music the music during the actual gameplay is just kind of low tone. You could that way you could hear the effects of the of the game, the ball dribbling, and all, all the announcer stuff. So I thought that was cool. Anyways, the big thing about this game, what what I think so memorable to me, like I said, Arch Rivals came first. Midway didn't make Arch Rivals, but uh, this was the first game that really put this whole sports arcade genre out there in, in the scene. You know, after NBA Jam came NFL Blitz. Uh, NHL hits. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. ever played that. Oh yes. All the yeah, all, oh, yeah. all the yeah, all these two on two games, and I know I think there was a even baseball games that had this arcade feel. But it kind of started, kind of kickstarted all that. And I thought that was really cool. Midway kind of was a big part of all that, and it kind of started with NBA Jam. That's why I wanted to do NBA Jam. Like Andy said, NBA Jam TE might have been a better game per se, but NBA Jam kicked it off and that's why I wanted to cover that one. Yeah, I, I think it also <laughs> was one of the highest, I think in 1994 was like the highest earning arcade machine as well, like I think I heard I think I read somewhere that it earned over a billion dollars in quarters that year. Yeah, it, it's reported that it was the highest earning arcade game in history, yep. <laughs> I read the same thing. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I def, you know, and I, I think if I'm, if I'm remembering this right, I think you actually had to pay like 50 cents per half or when he goes, yeah, that, yeah. That, vaguely, I remember something weird like that. So really? Like, to, yeah, to play a whole game, you had to keep putting the quarters in there. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, I, like, I if think. you don't put another quarter in there, you just, I guess, you lose. I, I or you just win the half. I'm, I may be wrong. You know, listener may, may but I, I remember spending a lot of money in a couple games. <laughs> that would make sense because they they want to get people you know in and out of that machine quick. If if you play a whole game, that's another uh, that's more time spent on that game where somebody else could be spending some money there. So I'm gonna go right to the gameplay. Um, c- control wise, this is what I was talking about earlier. Um, oh hey, before before you get into that, I, I'm sorry. I found some trivia that was really neat, man, about the game. Trivia, do it, man. All right, man. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, man. Whatever. 
<laughs> do the same thing to Josh. <laughs> he's, he's the best interrupter, man. Uh, yeah, I just wee right in there. I'm like, cut the music. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I found this article that Mark Trammell did with ESPN Magazine a couple years ago. Uh, it's called uh, Bizarre Revelations from the Designer of the Original NBA Jam. There was like a couple of just weird things about the the game and there's actually one actually creepy fact about the game too the arcade game you can unlock the programmers and designers and uh, you know the games uh, in the game as players that's what was always cool and then the, of course the big head mode and then the power-ups but there's a couple things like a lot of people might not know uh, for instance uh, the game was designed to actually favor the Pistons over the Bulls. Trummel said that uh, he w he was a huge Pistons fan, and when the Pistons would, whenever the Pistons played the Bulls, there's a special code that's actually engaged to decrease the odds that Chicago would make the last second shots. So, oh. yeah, so he kind of <laughs> he kind of put like his own little bias there. I thought that was pretty funny. And then there was like a big gripe that a lot of the arcade machines didn't actually have Michael Jordan and uh, Gary Payton, but. There are actually a handful that do. Peyton originally didn't make uh, make it into the cut, and they couldn't originally use Jordan's likeness for legal reasons. But actually, both of the players personally reached out to Trummel and uh, kind of expressed that they wanted to be in the game and actually paid him a lot of money to be in a couple of uh, special edition games. So there's only, like, I think a dozen of the arcade cabinets that actually have those players in them. But I'd just be curious to see how much they go for these days. Yeah, I've read that. I read that Michael Jordan actually owned one of them. That he's actually in the game. Yeah, I read that. Yeah. Another another player that was only in the arcade one that I read was Shaq. You know, yeah. at, the, at the time Shaq was getting, you know, licensed in Shaq yeah. and all those things. And he, but, <laughs> Classic. But he was in the arcade version, not in the you know, home ones. So I thought that you know I knew that, but you know I didn't. I guess I didn't think about it at the time. Andy, that's a perfect transition because I was just about to talk about him. He was saying um, uh, another. The third fact was that Sha uh, Shaquille O'Neal actually. Uh, he bought one of the arcade machines for himself, but he also bought a second arcade machine that he actually have, like, all of his teammates on it, lug that arcade cabinet around on all the road trips and set it up in each city that they, they played in. So, that's pretty cool. And and here's the creepy one. The original version of the game that was completed and released was actually released before the New Jersey Nets center Draza Petrovic. I'm probably Petrovic. saying that. Petrovic. Okay. Uh, it, it was actually released before his death in the June of 1993, uh, and he was included in the game roster. There's actually like a programming code mistake in the game that'll just randomly, the announcer will randomly uh, shout his name. Trommel actually remembers he was like playing a Mortal Kombat cabinet or something, and then all of, a, all of a sudden the NBA Jam Machine, this is months after Petrovich's death, NBA Jam Machine would randomly just uh, shout it out loud, uh, that name, over and over again. So that's kind of a creepy thing to, to think about. So <laughs> It is weird. Yeah, it's just, uh, and it's only his name that does that. And a lot of the original cabinets will still do that to this day. So yeah, It's funny you mentioned that uh, he was playing Mortal Kombat. Uh, actually, in uh, version 1.0 of NBA Jam Tournament Edition, mm -hmm. uh, the Mortal Kombat characters are available. Oh, really? Yeah, there's there's a way to enter code so you can actually play as uh, you know um, I think it's uh, Raiden and uh, and Reptile and I think Scorpion or something or Sub Zero, <laughs> pretty cool. They they'd be pretty good athletes, you know. Yeah, they, get over here. You know. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah. Or you could see Raiden do the Superman to dunk the ball. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, I, I actually, I, I read that they took the Mortal Kombat characters out because parents were getting upset, you know. There was all that controversy over Mortal Kombat anyways, and then, you know, they were being included in NBA Jam, and I read that a lot of parents got upset, so that's why they took them out. Yeah, the later revisions of the game, they removed. Shame. <laughs> that is a shame. That's been sweet. I mean, I wonder... you keep... What's more offensive, Bill Clinton or Scorpion? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> oh. Bill Clinton did not do anything wrong. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you wait, wait till you hear some of my retrofitted achievements. But anyways, oh, I'm sorry, I can't wait. <laughs> anyways, um, I'm glad you interrupted me, Rob. That was good stuff. Hey, Is there, no was there any any more to that? Ah, uh, that's all I got, my friend. Step it up next time. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> all right, so we'll, we'll get right into gameplay. Quick control schemes. Um. Like I talked about, they were, they were uh, you know, of course, on a regular Genesis controller, A, B, C, on offense, your A button is to shoot, uh, B button's turbo, and C is to pass. Uh, on defense, your A button is to do a shot block, B's turbo again, and C is steal slash push. Now, if you hold turbo down um, while you hit C on defense, you can push. Uh, kind of like if you hold turbo down when you're going in for a dunk, it's usually a bigger dunk. So, But I love the control scheme, and the reason why is because where B was turbo, I could always kind of set the middle of my thumb on it, and then I could, uh, it was just easy to transition. Not saying that Super Nintendo was hard, it was just Super Nintendo had buttons that did the same thing, and I kept get. I went back and played it, and I kept getting confused. Okay, okay, this is shoot and this is shoot. This is pass and this is pass. It, just, it was a little bit confusing just because there was... This was a time when less buttons actually made it better, in my opinion. So I, I definitely like that a little better. Um, but yeah, again, we talked about the genre of the game. It's an arcade basketball. Two-on-two full-court basketball, which is just hilarious. If, you know, I, I remember as a kid, after this game, trying to play two-on-two full-court basketball. It just doesn't work out very well. It's tiring. and These, these guys get down to court pretty quick. So. But um, something I was going to ask you guys, you know, this being an NBA licensed game with all, all the teams, and um, who's your all's favorite team to pick? Nuggets, the Nuggets, the, the Kim I just Bay. Love the way, I love the way the announcer says it. It makes me laugh. <laughs> nuggets, <laughs> Nuggets. Uh, for me, it was the Bulls. Doubles, doubles, doubles. For me, I think I'm going to go with the Pacers. That's why you know. That's why I guess I appreciated the Derek McKee reference. And, uh, <laughs> and the I was but looking I, for something that would rhyme. <laughs> yeah. No. I liked Reggie, you know, Reggie Miller. I mean, that was always my brother's favorite player, and I liked playing with him on games, so that was just always the team I went for. That are the Suns with Barkley. I, I surprisingly like the Heat, and the reason why, um, if you look at the stats, like Ron Cycli, he, he, was, he was a center, but he's got these huge three-point stats on this game, and he's a taller guy. I always, always like to have a team that had a good three-point shooter and a good uh, guy who could dunk and play defense. So it's funny, had, on my notes, I have least favorite team, Heat. Was the heat? And, and, then, and, and then in, like, parentheses, I have Ronnie Cycli with three exclamation points. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I just uh, thought it was random because he was, he was an awful player in real life. I know, but, like, I, I, I don't know. That's why I guess I put it, you know, exclamation points because he was yeah. not a big <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm literally playing a game right now as we're talking, and I just hit a three pointer with Ryan Cycli. But uh, oh! it also had had Harold Miner, who was his nickname was Baby Jordan, right? If I remember yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, he he didn't really amount to much, but that dude can dunk like crazy on this game. Yeah, he is. And, he, I think he won a dunk competition. Right yeah, here. yeah. yeah. I, I'm I'm a huge San Antonio Spurs fan, and I I love David Robinson. And um, th- this will actually be one of the cons in my game. Uh, the problem I have with the Spurs in this game is that. David Robinson and Sean Elliott's character look exactly alike, and I can't tell. I accidentally start shooting threes with David Robinson when he doesn't have the 
he doesn't really have the stats to do so, and it should have been Sean Elliott. I'm like, oh, I did it again. I like getting, <laughs> I like getting teams that either have like a short and tall guy or, or someone like that's bald and someone who has hair. It's, that way I can tell the difference between them. There's a few. I know that's funny. There's a few teams that have guys who look exactly alike. That's probably why the Bulls are good because Scottie Pippen, you know, is a normal-looking dude, and Horace Grant's got goggles. So. <laughs> you can tell the difference between them. But there's no numbers on their jerseys. Like I said, that's a small gripe of mine. I'll get into that into pros and cons later. But uh, yeah, I definitely like the Miami Heat, which is kind of hilarious. Uh, speaking of rap, I'm actually looking at the NBA Jam Tournament Edition instruction booklet right now. And in the back of the booklet, it has NBA Jam the music videos. Oh, man. <laughs> Featuring Rob Luther. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I forgot I shot those. <laughs> Turk topping hit music and spectacular NBA footage combined from the season's hottest mix and NBA Jam the music videos. Oh, man. That's just me <laughs> dancing around awkwardly. Mix. Yeah, with, with <laughs> Willie Culver, he's in the background doing that dance he did. <laughs> that, that, that video he posted. Oh my week. gosh, I died oh. when I saw that. Yeah, I hope he let us post it on the page because that was fantastic. <laughs> you see with the camera and then the, the, the different colored lights flashing on? I was like, oh, this is great. Engaging <laughs> the music videos is only fourteen ninety eight each. Ooh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I gotta see if that's on eBay. Oh man, that'd be great. We ought to send one of those order forms in and see what happens. If any of the listeners have it and want to, you know, donate it to the Genesis Gems headquarters, you just let us know. And I do not see it on eBay. Yeah. Shucks. Darn. So, and I'm going to share a, a funny story. When you first start this game, I don't know if this bothers you all or not, but um, do you guys go in and turn tag mode on? Or, or do you just let the computer control one of your characters? I usually just let the computer control Yeah, that's kind of what I do, yeah. Oh, that drives me nuts. I have to have control of both of them. So, oh, like, really? The, the first, yeah, the first thing I do, I hit start, I go down the options, turn tag mode on. Because I want to be able to control both players. Because I, I think when you when you let the computer control, you, gotta, you have to tell the guy to pass it to you, right? Yeah. You just hit, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know why, but that always drove me nuts. Maybe that's I why I lost a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that was an option. Yeah, yeah, you turn tag mode on. So oh, dang it. Yeah, that's the first thing I always did. <laughs> but other than that, like I, like I said, the game fantastic. It's just easy to jump in and play. And I, I rebought the game probably three or four years ago on Genesis. I had it on Super Nintendo, and it's it's something I always go back to, and I always put back in and play. It's just something easy, kill a few minutes on. The games don't, the games, the quarters themselves are only a few minutes long, and the time goes really fast. So it's it's just something easy to pick up and play, and you know, just you don't have to really, you don't have to really think about it. I can just kind of sit back and watch a TV show and play the game at the same time. So It's just one of those cool pick-up-and-play games I really enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Th- see, th- that's the thing that I guess really appealed to me, especially back then, is uh, I always kind of felt intimidated by sports games. I mean, e- even in the early 90s I did, to some degree. Uh, but, you know, especially nowadays, I kind of, like, I get lost. If I were to get the new Madden or something like that, oh, gosh, I would have no idea what to do. But Oh, there's, there's, there's way too much to do in those new games. Yeah, and, and that's for that's for certain people, and I'm not knocking that. But uh, for me, I just love the arcade style of you know two on two. You know, there's only what two or three rules in the game. It's like goaltending. Yeah. And then uh, what was the other one? There was something else. Oh, I've got it in my notes. Yeah. No, there's shot clock violations. Oh, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Shot, shot clock. That's it. Yeah. yeah. How much time do you get? Is it like 30 seconds or something? Like that? 24. Oh, 24. Well, I, I like like when talking about gameplay, like Rob was saying, the fact that you can pick up and play it. I thought that was really cool. And I'm kind of the same way. Like simulation sports games, I don't really get into as much just because it's it's really hard to, I guess, 
learn what all the controls are and learn all the rules and everything, but it, NBA Jam is just fun to pick up and play, and that's always a game that I bring with me whenever I bring my Genesis somewhere. I'll always bring it and always get somebody else to play it. Like, everybody knows NBA Jam. Everyone just remembers instantly how to play. You pick up and you get going. I thought it was really cool, like, the way that the, the controls work, like, how you have to hold the button down to get him to jump high enough, and then you release it right at the height of the jump. So, like, it's simple enough to where anyone could play, but there's actually some skill involved, so you could be better if you practice. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, you're right. And like when you're going down for a three pointer, you can do like do head head fakes. You know, get, get yeah. the guy to jump, and then then you can get a better shot. I mean, I, I, I can't remember a lot of basketball games doing head fakes before this one. And that I mean, just it's it's like a standard now for basketball games. <laughs> is that is that where like he's he's you know shaking the ball back and forth, and the other guy just falls? <laughs> Those are like throwing bows, you know. Like yeah. Throwing, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you'll hear that. You'll but, uh, hear. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> then the guy just falls over. I'm like, what did I just do? Throw them bows. <laughs> Is that a rap song? I don't know. Probably. But, <laughs> it should be. But, it sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like if, if head fakes, if you have the ball and you just barely tap the shoot the shoot button, you don't actually hold it down. It'll it'll kind of fake the guy into think you're shooting, and uh, he'll jump, and then he can shoot right after he comes back down. So. And I also like how um you know with with each shot and everything like um it, it adds on to something. I think it's what for every basket you sink. Like every three, you get the he's on fire mode and that kind of, I forget what that does. It says that boosts your accuracy and your speed and everything. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like if you make two in a row without the other team making a basket, he's heating up. Yeah. And if you get the third one, you know you're on fire. The net burns and like you pretty much don't miss. You have unlimited turbo, so like you're you can just constantly go around pushing everybody. So you you must become unbeatable for a while until the other team scores a point. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Wasn't there a way to break the backboard too? Yeah, and I, I had to research this because I, I kept uh, I kept doing it. And I couldn't figure out why. <laughs> if you, it, it's when you hit get fifty two points. This is crazy. You have to get up to fifty two points, and I just proved it because I did it with Harold Minor a little a couple minutes ago. And uh, you do like a big dunk, like from the foul line. You do some crazy up in the air dunk, and it'll just it'll shatter the backboard. But I never could figure out how how to do that. So I went on the internet and checked it, and that's that's what it said to do. And by golly, it worked. <laughs> that's awesome. Just watch the cable guy, man. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that scene? Yeah. It's like, dude, you ruined the game. <laughs> well, what'd you guys think? I mean, were there any, like you said, Josh and Rob, you're not really in the, in the simulation sport games. I know you, you are, Andy. You're in the simulation sport games. How's this, like, like when when you play this, does, does it kind of get your fix for a sport game? Or Yeah, it does for me. I mean, I I, I can switch back and forth pretty easily. It doesn't it doesn't bother me too much. I'm not... <laughs> I'm, I'm not into simulation sports games as much as now as I was a few years ago because I once they stopped making NCAA last year I'm kind of done because I don't play Madden. Uh, I feel like they dumped down Madden way too much for me, so I just I stopped playing it. And, uh, but for me, I, I'm able to switch back and forth real easily, so it doesn't you know it doesn't bother me. You know it's it's just one of those games I can just you know it, I like you know at times you just want a game that you can play real quick mm-hmm. and you know if you know that when I went on vacation this is one of the games I took just because I know you know it was just a real quick I, I can play for 10 minutes and be perfectly happy and walk off whereas with a simulation game you know you're there for an hour and you're stressed to the max and everything else and you know it's it, for me it's just it was just always it still is I guess kind of an escape for me you know it's just kind of a arcade mindless in a way you know yeah. just, <laughs> go out there and push people around and 
you know, completely unrealistic, but it's fun. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and as we mentioned, Blitz earlier, you know, Blitz is the exact same way. I, I still to this day, I think NFL Blitz is the biggest cheating game in the world. <laughs> oh yeah, you just keep hammering people. <laughs> yeah, well, I just, well, I just, I, I think no matter what, how much you go ahead in that game, the computer is going to come back and make it a game at the end of the game. I've just always, oh, I've always yeah. swore. I remember growing up, my brother used to get so mad at that game, my mom would have to take it away from him. <laughs> like, 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 actually take the cart and, and like not let him have it because he would get so worked up over NFL Blitz. I've been and, there before. Know, <laughs> this is, this is, I mean, you know, James not as bad as that, but you know, it's that same kind of you know feel, I guess. I love I love Blitz just because you the gratuitous violence. Like after the down, you could just keep tackling people for like a couple minutes afterwards. I was all about that. You like could do like the Hulk Hogan like drop fetcher. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what sports games for me. Besides like NBA Jam's fun because the arcade piece, but the other piece is like if I could just keep on beating people up. I love that. Like that's why I love like hockey games. Like I love cooperative games, especially cooperative hockey. I'd be like the Bash Brothers from the Mighty Ducks with me and my brother. Like corner someone and just like hammer them in the glass over and over blades of steel oh yeah yeah that was awesome (laughs) well mutant league hockey right that's what it's all about oh game i never had i can't wait to review that i played it once at my a couple times at my friend's uh, house and then like i started collecting and i started looking for it's like man that game's like 30 bucks now it's like hard to find i know yeah here's an obscure title uh did you ever play hit the ice on sega or super nintendo no it was a a two-on-two hockey game yes i got that yes i do Yeah. yeah It's not too bad. They're, it's kind of slow, but those guys just go to town on each other. Just, oh, it's great. Yeah, like I said, I, th- I think this game kind of paved the way for that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, this game had some pretty good presentation too. I thought uh, mm-hmm. the uh, character select screen, you know, the the images of the players. I mean, look, look you know, being a kid and I was really mm-hmm. into basketball at that time, into professional sports. Uh, you could actually tell the difference between who they were. Like if if I was to hold my name over there or hold my hand over their name, I could tell you who the face was. Uh, when you actually go and play the game, not so much. Like I was talking about, uh, you can really only tell the guys who have distinct features, like a bald head or, or <laughs> goggles or something. Or, Did big head know. mode help with that? I don't know. I don't know about the distance <laughs> version. No, when, I, when you played arcade, like you could really tell. Like they would, you could run down to the end of the screen. I remember the arcade graphics kind of expanding when you got closer to the. Uh, that side of the court and you oh, can actually yeah. see a little bit more uh, a little bit more detail i've but, actually uh, got it uh i've got it for my jaguar and i noticed that their heads are a lot larger like i wasn't used to it i thought like i'm like is big head mode on permanently on this or what because like they're so much bigger for some reason on the jaguar it's weird i wonder if it's more <laughs> like the arcade or something yeah maybe maybe yeah yeah that's kind of i didn't the whole big head mode thing kind of stuck with a lot of games like all the games we talked about blitz and all that but like they even re-released, not re-released, but made a new version of NBA Jam on some of the newer consoles. Have like mm-hmm. updated rosters. You know, you beat LeBron James and stuff. But like, big head mode is still around, and it still <laughs> awesome. and it still makes me laugh every time. <laughs> like, oh, look at that guy's head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another genre that I was going to bring up that Midway did too that I for some reason loved was all the WWF beat 'em up games too, like the oh, In Your yeah. House. Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah. WrestleMania, the arcade game. I mean, those were in the same unrealistic fashions, you know, as and them, and I, I love those games for some reason. And they're like, they're a little, you know, midway, so they're, you know, a little bit Mortal Kombat too. It's like a, it's like a mix of all of them combined. I always love those games for some reason. I miss Landon now. Yeah, Landon, Landon could do a mean uh, Hulk, Hulkamania impression. Yeah, <laughs> that was the best. Yeah, I, I, like you said, Andy, I, I love those games because... I, 
every character had like their own little themes. I, I think I remember like doing sharpshooters with Bret Hart and like hearts flying out of them. <laughs> the, the Undertaker like graves. Yeah, yeah. I think it would come out of the Undertaker or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I can't, that'd be a fun. That came out in the Genesis at one point, right? Was that uh, Saturn was. It's oh, on Saturn. Was... I've got it on Saturn. That's what I'm getting ready to look at. Yeah. Right now. Oh, nice. I gotta get that. Yeah, that was a sweet game. Yeah, I don't know. What did you guys think of the presentation, the graphics? You know. I was I was really impressed with like the the audience and everything like the the crowd itself. Of course, you know they're all you know stationary. I mean they don't move or anything, but I, it's still pretty detailed. And and uh, the sprites themselves are very very detailed. Um, I like how the, the the subtle things like you know the the net actually catching on fire. Of course, the over the top dunks. Um, and I I don't know. I just I thought graphically, uh, especially compared to the arcade. I mean it's. The Genesis and the Super Nintendo do it justice. Um, very impressed with it. Yeah, absolutely. Like even the animations. Yeah. Um, like when, when they when they throw an inbound pass, you know, after someone scores, like they they do a behind the back pass, which I thought was kind of cool. And it, like it just it went it was real fluent. I, I think it was a real good adaptation from the arcade version into the Genesis Super Nintendo. But like you're talking about the dunks when they do flips or they do 360s, it was a very fluent animation. I thought I thought they did an r- excellent job doing that. Do they dribble between their legs too? I don't know. I know they <laughs> dribble with different hands, which is kind of a you know <laughs> it might seem like a small detail, but for those days it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think the graphics were amazing, like you're saying, especially the uh, the animations, and you could tell they put a lot of effort into it. Like, you get the camera flashes and everything when you go to do a dunk. I always thought that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think it, it holds up really well today. Even the game looks and plays great even today, and uh, they definitely put a lot of effort into it. And at the time, I don't really remember any other sports games that were kind of like that detailed and that much into the graphics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can you, can you believe this game's 20 years old now? I That's remember crazy. when it came out. Dude, yeah, yeah. you're making me feel old. I know, we're old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't, did, did you like the graphics, Andy? Anything kind of stick out to you? No, I mean, pretty much the same thing. I mean, you know, everything, you know, things stick out in the crowd and stuff like that. And like they said, you know, I had in my notes the camera flashes too, you know, little stuff like that, stuff you definitely didn't see in sports games at that time. And the voiceover yeah. guy, I mean, oh, you know, he, he, he makes the game. <laughs> yeah. I want to shake that guy's Absolutely. hand. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do we even know who like the uh, guy who did that voice was? Like, I, I would love to know that. I don't know, but you know what? I was actually kind of googling some stuff, and uh, I found out that they actually there, there are interviews of him, and he talks about the game, you know, and everything. So I just don't know his name. I'm, I'm tempted just to Google it right now and act, act like we know about it. We can just edit it out, and be like, "Yes, it was like, actually." Oh, I remember. <laughs> I was, I was, I, I just had his name up. I was, I was reading. Oh, uh... I think I've, I think I've got it. Maybe. <laughs> it, Tim. Kitzrow, it says. Yeah, Tim Kitzrow. Yeah, really, that's him. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Did you guys uh, see the? Uh, there was a, a hacked ROM that was released. They called it MG NBA Jam Triple X. Oh and, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, well, the it, it wasn't anything like that. But the the announcer would swear, like <laughs> they would they would curse and say cuss words. I actually uh, I downloaded the ROM on it and put it on my flash cartridge for my Super Nintendo. It's actually pretty hilarious. Like, <laughs> not not for kids. It's not family friendly, yeah, but yeah. it is it is good for a laugh. <laughs> and, and, instead of what a brick, it's like what a brick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Instead of he's heating up, he's something else. Up. Yeah, it's... <laughs> the roof yeah. is on fire. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I mean, we all agree. Animations, graphics, 
presentation, the flow of the game is just good. I mean, it's it even controls well. I know I know we're kind of past controls, but like it's very responsive. You know, when you're going diagonal, I mean, you can run circles around guys if you if you play your you know if you do yeah. it right. It's, it's very responsive. And Fast pace too. Yeah, because you know a lot of sports games. I know they're trying to get realistic, but like if you play some of the old Madden games, it feels like you're. Like skating on ice, like when you when you hold down a button, and you let go. It feels like they're still floating out there. And <laughs> this, this game is just real. I felt like it was real fluid, real solid. So I definitely give them big big kudos on the on the controls and the and the animations. As far as sound goes, we've talked a lot about this. Is that intro music not some of the best music on the Genesis? Fires you up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely top five. I, I would give that intro song top five favorite Genesis music right now. Are you talking about the, the title screen song or the character select the, song? The char- character select, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah Yo, character select, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Both are really good, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely with you. That character select is really good. Yeah. I think, I think if you just started playing it like on your phone at work or whatever, you'd get like a couple of people walk up and be like, I know exactly what that yep. is. Yeah. It's yeah. recognizable, yeah. Is it is it just those two tracks and maybe some of the tracks during the gameplay? I mean, there's really not a big soundtrack on the game really no no I, and then probably uh the the closing track but that that's it yeah yeah i mean they really didn't need anything else it was, yeah they could just play that there's a couple songs the whole game and i'd be fine yeah <laughs> <laughs> are you guys got anything to add about the sound or is that well the announcers the announcer's voice was actually pretty easy to understand i thought that was cool and there wasn't a lot of speech in games at that point really even on Super Nintendo, because like Sega was kind of known for sports talk baseball and sports talk blah blah blah. You know, even on the Super Nintendo version, I know this isn't a Super Nintendo podcast, but it it, it sounded pretty good. I thought. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all the Sega fanboys are <laughs> mad at us. Yeah, they're all right. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, well, I don't know, Josh and Andy, if you got a chance to do this, but I know Rob and I probably got some some stuff down but uh this... I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do mine first because i have a gut feeling yours is way better i don't know <laughs> we'll, we'll see you, i, I, I we... forgot to enter like bill clinton into the race here so so uh, i'll just go ahead and get mine out of the way all right so this part of the show is what we stole from two dudes in this this is retrofitted achievement the channel systems retrofitted achievements Alright, well the first one I have is It's Turbo Time. Actually, I gotta say it like Arnold. It's Turbo Time. Uh, this, is, <laughs> this, this is when you make your first dunk in the turbo mode. Next one is Another Brick in the Wall. And this is throwing up three <laughs> bricks in a row. And this one, It's Gotta Be the Pumps. And that's making a sweet slam dunk <laughs> causing the announcer to go, Is it the shoes? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, next one is He's Smoking. And that's uh, earning um, the he's on fire mode after three slam dunks. And have a nice trip. See you next fall is when you knock your opponent down on his butt. So there you oh, go. Nice. Was that five or six? Uh, that was five. Oh, I got five too. We tied. All right. <laughs> All right. So so my first one is a uh, tribute to Sir Charles Barkley, and that's called That's Terrible. And uh, <laughs> this is uh, mis- missing terrible, three. Terrible, sh- terrible, terrible. <laughs> terrible. It's terrible. It's missing uh, three shots in a row with uh, Charles Barkley from the Phoenix Suns. Uh, the next one is uh, Who Needs Number 23 Anyways? And that's winning the whole thing with the Chicago Bulls oh. minus Michael Jordan. <laughs> Kicking it with Pippen. Uh, yeah, this one goes out to all of the old Detroit Pistons fan. Um, this one's called Just One of the Bad Boys, and that's getting five steals slash pushes with Bill Lambeer. Nice. Because <laughs> he, he was known for his uh, aggressive 
play. <laughs> this one's kind of funny. It's called Put That Finger Down. This is dunking on Dikembe Mutombo 55 times because he's number 55. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and the last one is the one I was alluding to earlier, and this one's called uh, I Did Not Have Relations With That Basketball. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is uh, Weaseling Out of Goaltending with Bill Clinton. Uh, liar, liar, pants on fire. And that's if you're Bill Clinton and you get on fire and you slam dunk. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, did you did you come up with anything, Andy? I know this. We, we kind of uh, kind of. Yeah, I kind of picked up on this the other day, and then uh, I, I'm not very creative with that kind of stuff. So I just I let, let you guys handle that. But I, I I sent Andy a text the other day, and I, I kind of forgot to mention because all the special guests I usually mention. Hey. If you want to throw in some of these retrofitted achievements, and it's kind of my fault too. I kind of told him at the last minute, so <laughs> I'll take the blame. Like on I'm it. sure it's on next. I fault. heard it on the last one, but I really didn't know fully what was going on. I guess, and because I, I have an awful habit of listening to a podcast for like 25 minutes, and then I get off track, and I oh, end me up too. closing it or something like that. So like sometimes I miss the end of the show. Sometimes, so obviously this has been a thing on the end of shows. So yeah, I kind of I missed the boat on that one. Yeah, it was pretty good, Rob. I t- I, we tied, you know, with the. With the numbers, but you had Bill Clinton. I did have Bill Clinton. <laughs> but I don't. I don't know. Is that a good thing or a bad? Thing? I don't know. It makes me laugh. <laughs> you know, he, he was good with our money. I heard. You know, I don't know much about yeah. my politics. So, you know, <laughs> I just like your impression. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I, it didn't really sound like Bill Clinton. I'll have to go back and listen to that. <laughs> I did not have. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Uh, you were going the right way with that. Oh, thank you. All right, so let's let's just get into this, the nitty gritty of this. Is this game a gym? Is this game a Genesis gym? Is it good or is it garbage? As far as critical reception goes, I don't think I really need to go into the details. Everyone thought this game was awesome. I think I only saw a few like <laughs> there wasn't much under a nine out of ten. You know what I mean? So it was a uh, very well received. I don't know. Did, did you look up anything, Rob? I, uh, I kinda... Yeah. As a matter of fact, um, there was one that like kind of blew my mind. That Mega Fun Magazine they gave it a seventy-five out of a hundred, and I was like, really? Yeah. I was like, uh, come on, Mega Fun, come on. They're probably hockey fans or something. Yeah, well, I ain't nothing wrong with that. Must <laughs> be Canadians or something. <laughs> probably, they probably like the Penguins, right, Rob? <laughs> oh, don't even get out of here. <laughs> I'll hang up. <laughs> oh. So anyways, and this is, um, if you guys want to chime in, again, Andy, I'm sorry, I probably didn't prep you very well for this. We, we go over just our kind of short list of pros and cons, and I'll, uh, I'll go over mine real quick. Uh, pros, number one, gameplay. Like I, like I said earlier, this game is so much fun. It's so easy just to, it's in my Genesis a lot. It's just easy just to pop in, hit power, play a game for a few minutes, put it down. And, I, and it's something I didn't really... Uh, talk about earlier in the show, I, I love the save system because you, you put your initials in, it kind of saves your prog- progress of each team you beat, but it's kind of cool, unlike other uh, sports games, you don't have to play with the same team through the season mode or whatever you want to call it, you can pick different teams, so I thought that was cool, um, definitely the music, like I said that music is awesome uh, love that they had licensed players uh, like like I said, Ar- the game Arch Rivals was a pretty fun game, but I think it was just missing it was missing a little bit of the fast pace that NBA Jam brought and it was missing the licensed player and licensed players and uh, Last Pro is just like I said replay value I'm, I'm probably gonna play this game to the day I die uh, <laughs> cons um, small cons this is just nitpicking the character models like I said it was kind of hard to distinguish some of the players like, like I said if you pick San Antonio Spurs I couldn't tell the difference between uh, David Robinson and Sean Elliott uh, tag mode like I talked about earlier I, hate, I hated that I had to go into the options every time I play it to switch the tag mode on 
And uh, other con, no Michael Jordan, no Shaquille O'Neal. I always kind of stuck being the kid. You know, regardless of who your favorite team was, everyone loved Michael Jordan for the most part. And I always wanted to be Michael Jordan. I couldn't be him, so that kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. So that was my list of pros and cons. Yeah, I mean, pretty much everything you said. <laughs> you know, the replay value, I still pick up this game and play it. I had such a blast playing it uh, these last couple weeks again. My gripes, probably the same things, you know. I remember when I finally got it for the Genesis, I guess I always assumed that Jordan would be on there, and he wasn't. And, you know, as a kid, you don't really care about the legal issues. You just want Jordan on there, you know? So, but, you know, that's the only gripe I can think about as far as the game. Although it's frustratingly challenging sometimes, that's... I, I don't count that as being a bad game. That just means I'm not very good at games. So mainly good stuff. For, for me, uh, the good. biggest biggest pro would be uh, the fact that it's cooperative multiplayer. Because there's not, I mean, there's oh, yeah. there are some games that are like that, but it just adds a lot of replay value. Because like if you go to your friend's house and you're playing NBA Jam and like you're really good, but he stinks after you beat him like the fourth time, like you're like yeah, we're good. But if you can <laughs> play on the same team, then you could you play all night. You know. If you play cooperative games like Madden or like five on five basketball, it's not really much that much, that much fun. Two on two works perfect for that. I don't, I don't really have any cons really, uh, other than I guess there could have been more uh, uh, more players to choose from. Like I know you guys were saying specifically like Jordan, but it kind of seemed limited, like that there weren't that there weren't more selections. But uh, the extra characters were cool, like Bill Clinton and everything. So <laughs> I guess that kind of makes up for it. That's all I had though. I think Nick pretty much hit everything on you know that that I was going to say in terms of you know the sound get, uh, getting to see faces of players you know even though they didn't look great in the actual game but you know getting to see David Robinson's face on a game you know and also you know something else I noticed on the halftime report you know they had like little highlights they had like Scottie Pippen with a dunk and <laughs> Horace Grant with a dunk and you know just seeing little just a little video clip of something like that you know at that time was really cool mm-hmm. so you know I, for me that was it con wise I, I really don't have anything I mean I kind of you know repeating what you guys had said you know the, the likenesses you know not having those guys definitely stinks at least with Michael Jordan they didn't put like player 89 in there yeah he was always like player 99 or player 89 yep. it always, that, that just made you more mad so at least they left him out completely <laughs> at least put somebody else in there so it sounds like we're kind of all on the same page um, probably not going to be a very uh, long segment this time but um, is it a gym yes Absolutely. NBA Jam is a gym. It's an NBA gym. Oh, nice. You beat me to it. See what I did there? (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely agree. Somebody brought up a good point on our Facebook page. Uh, they, you know, they said that the the tournament edition was the gem, you know, out of the the series. But I look at it this way. I mean, I kind of compare it to Castlevania in in this way. Like Castlevania Three did everything the first one did, and kind of made some refinements that made it even better. But does that make the first Castlevania a bad game or not a gem? I, I don't know. I don't think so because it still laid the groundwork. So I say NBA Jam is a gem. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you, Rob. It's, it's great. And to me, I remember growing up like Tournament Edition was cool, but it didn't really matter that much to me which one you were playing because I didn't half the time I didn't know the difference. I just knew it was NBA Jam. Uh, I'm not even sure what the differences are off the top of my head, but. Uh, uh, I would just say NBA Jam, the the franchise, mm-hmm. uh, be either the original or tournament edition. Definitely a gem. It's definitely one that I always have. You know, if I ever take my system somewhere, it's it's something that everyone can enjoy, and it's uh, it's aged really well. So definitely a gem. For me, definitely a gem as well. I think I'll make it the clean sweep. I <laughs> wait. 
for me, you know, and like I said, one of my top fame or my favorite games growing up, and really for me, it was kind of the first game I remember playing with my little brother. You know, he's kind of that was you know right about the time he was kind of getting old enough to play games, and you know that was always the first game I remember playing with him all the time. So you know, for me, definitely memory wise, and you know, still holds up today. Definitely a gem. And something I forgot to do, I should have done ahead of time was read our Facebook feedback. So I'll do that real quick. Um, so we posed the question, is it a gym? Is it good or is it garbage on our Facebook page? And we got, uh, got quite a bit of feedback on this. I think everyone had good memories of NBA Gym, except for one. We'll get to that. Uh, Travis McComas says, is this even a question? It's a gym. This game has been redone on so many different platforms. This game drew so many in the arcades and tournaments were held everywhere around this game. Does this game hold up? Yes, I could play this game anytime and anywhere. Uh, Adam Kennelly says, Jim but I prefer the 32X edition or the Gen TE edition. Um, Julian Brettlinger says, I love NBA Jam. Playing as Clinton and Al Gore, haha. You guys better, he says, you guys better review NBA Hangtime. And when you do, I must be on that episode with you guys because no one knows that game better than me. Nice. And he said, and then he replied to his own comment, oh yeah, of course, NBA Jam is a gym. <laughs> um, Patricio Pac-Man Christian says, Jim. Brian Weber Jr. says, Jim. Should be a yearly release alongside Madden and 2K. Uh, Jose Garcia says, all day with a big bag of Doritos. <laughs> <That's my point. laughs> um, David Baker says, I don't know, but I need that Metal Gear Solid. Uh, recently said that because when I took the picture, it's beside my PlayStation with the Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> Gear Solid. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what NBA Jam is, but that Metal Gear looks sweet. <laughs> I have the original case without the uh, green greatest hits, oh. which I always thought that was kind of cool. I don't like the green greatest hits. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Odin's son I like it, says, he's on fire, Monster Jim. Like that. Monster Jam, Monster Jam. See what you did there? Yeah, yeah. it's very punny. <laughs> yeah. Our good friend over at Sega Collectors, Ito Ramos. I think I said this last name right. I know I got the first name right. He did tell me that. But uh, he says, uh, I'm, I'm going to need to play this game. I never played nor owned it. Too busy playing Bulls versus Lakers. <laughs> Bulls forgot how many. Ha ha ha. Bulls versus forgot. Yeah, because there's like Bulls versus Lakers, Bulls versus Blazers. Yeah. Uh, this one kind of shocked me. Our friend over at the No Swear Gamer says, Good. But not a gym. Oh, you heard. You oh. heard. Why? To me, a gym is a must-have, and I would rather have TE. You really need to have both the original and TE as must-haves. When it comes to sports games, oh, I take point. Only need the best of the series. Great game, but TE is better. Yeah, that, he has a great point there. Um, I have the original because that's what I played more when I was a kid. So I didn't have TE, so I understand. And uh, Paul Brunette says, "Total gym. Is it the shoes?" <laughs> so it looks like most. Everyone but one said it was a gym, so we're going to put the gavel down on this and say it's a gym. So, yeah, we're, uh, we're on a pretty big streak here of uh, gyms, guys. Um, we, we have to throw in a uh, not-so-gym. Not we'll, we'll see. What we did for this next uh, game, this was kind of neat. Rob uh, introduced me to the Sega collecting iPhone app, and I believe what you did, you just kind of randomly scrolled through and pointed to a game, and that's what we got, right? Yep, that's exactly what I did, kind of like Wheel of Fortune style or whatever it landed on. And, yeah, the sound you're about to hear is the next game. So that's episode 14 of the Genesis Gems, NBA Jam. We declare it a gem. Again, thank you for listening. Um, Andy, if you don't care, give us a short wrap-up of where we can find you and the Cartridge Freaks at, if you don't mind. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, you can just type in Cartridge Freaks on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. You can 
I don't know what'll show up if you search Google, but I'm sure it's on there. And other than that, I think that's about it for finding us. Uh, like I said, we should have a show out this weekend. I hope if we don't be sure to find Cody Great House on any social media forums <laughs> and track him down and bug him completely just bug the crap out of him <laughs> and, and to further promote your show um, all you guys over at Sega Collectors that listen check this show out I know you guys love collecting video games not just Sega Andy and Cody and these guys have some of the best stories of how they found games whether it's uh, visiting someone you know late night at Christmas or finding stuff in a dumpster they have the best stories about how to find games so check them out and uh, please go over and check out Turtle Flakes uh, Robin Josh, you know, our uh, co-host here, uh, do a great job with that show. It's everything Ninja Turtles. They talk about the movies, the cartoons, the comics. The And one of my favorite parts, which I've never heard a podcast do, is the action figures. <laughs> I was a big a- I love the action figures. And, and the way they talk about them, it kind of makes me happy. Because I used to complain when I'd buy action figures as a kid. Oh, this one doesn't bend the right way. This one doesn't <laughs> twist. They go into that detail, which just made me nerd out completely. So. Wrestling wrestling <laughs> figures. I always felt that way about wrestling figures. Exactly. Oh, yeah. The, the legs are the only one at times. Like that arm doesn't move; it's pointless. Yeah. Like when you buy the the Jack Superstar series, and their waist would move too much. I used to tape those because it just drive me nuts how how loose their waist was. I was very very picky about my toys. Anyways, that's another story. If you'd like to keep up with the Genesis Gems, check us out at facebook.com slash Genesis Gems Podcast. You can email us at Genesis Gems Podcast at gmail.com. We still have games to give away. We have Sonic Two. We have RBI Baseball. So if you'd like either one of those games, please email us. Just say, and, and everyone who emailed us did do that. They did do this. They said, you guys are awesome. I want a free game. That's all you got to do. <laughs> just, just do that, and we'll send that your Wait, way. that wasn't uh, legit? What do you mean? That wasn't legit. <laughs> you just told them to say that? Yeah. That's oh, all man, I said. thought they really thought we were awesome. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, dang it. I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, well. I was like, oh, these guys are really nice. They just want the game. Yeah, just give us the game. Who cares? <laughs> at least we know somebody's listening. You can check us out on Twitter at Gen Gems. And please give us ratings on iTunes. We thank the ones who have given us ratings. Uh, you know, our first feed had quite a bit, so we're, we're, we're slowly catching up. We're not quite uh, two dudes in an S caught up. Those guys have some <laughs> awesome reviews. But uh, we, we're, we're getting there. So, uh, yeah, episode 14 in the books, guys. Uh, I just want to thank every, each and every one of you for joining us, each and every one of you for listening, and uh, thanks again, guys, for just staying connected. Appreciate all the feedback and the good words, and we'll we'll take anything negative. We'll try to improve on that. If you think I say, uh, or you know what's <laughs> funny, or this is cool way too much because I do all that, uh, just tell Roger. me. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We talk about Wayne's World too much. Just, just let us know if that gets on your nerves. We probably won't stop it, but you know. And be sure to check out the Retro Junkies Network. Uh, it's a great family-friendly podcast network. Uh, all things retro. Uh, tons of great stuff. It's theretrojunkies.com or search uh, the Retro Junkies on Facebook. Nailed it. Nailed, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you guys have anything to add with? Add with. I mean, you get, every time I wrap the show up, you got to edit it because it sounds so stupid. He doesn't want to say goodbye. I'm going to add with an abacus. I, know. I, th- I think last week I just said, whatever, we're done. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> hey, Rob, why don't you close the show? Because I suck at it. <laughs> uh, well, I don't, we don't have a catchphrase. We don't. I always say catch you later, but that's. But you always close out the show. It'd be weird if I did it now. All right. This, this is this is about to turn into a skit. <laughs> no, you close it out. No. All right. For that, this is Genesis Gems Podcast. We appreciate you listening, and we will catch you later. Catch you later. Rob's a hoser. Take off. <laughs>